$1 billion, the targeted reduction to the budget of the New York City Police Department demanded by advocates. Meeting this target quickly became the focal point of negotiations between Mayor Bill de Blasio and the New York City Council. In this mini episode, CBC staff described the NYPD budget and detailed the changes that were made in adopting the city budget for fiscal year 2021. Welcome to What's the Data Point? For those of you joining us for the first time, What's the Data Point is a public policy podcast focused on New York City and state government and public policy, brought to you by Gotham Gazette and the Citizens Budget Commission. You can find our work on today's topic and many other critical issues at gothamgazette.com and cbcny.org. I'm Maria Dulles of the CBC. We just released an episode yesterday in which we covered the broad strokes of the New York City budget with as much up-to-date information as available at that time. Today, we present something a little different, a short focused conversation on what came to consume most of the attention in budget negotiations, the NYPD. CBC's Director of City Studies, Anna Champany, is back again, and I welcome CBC's Adrian Piacek to the conversation. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Adrian published this excellent explainer on the NYPD budget, which you can find on our website and also by going to bit.ly slash NYPD underscore budget. That's bit.ly slash NYPD underscore budget. And he's here to give a short but sweet explanation of NYPD finances, how they fit into the bigger picture, and what changed in the recently adopted budget. So let's start there. Give listeners an understanding of the NYPD budget, including how it fits into the bigger budget pie and what the NYPD is spending its resources on. Sure. So I think one useful place to start is that the NYPD budget, while it's often cited at uh, 5.6 billion or something like that, um, it's important to understand that the actual amount of spending that the city does on the NYPD is much bigger. Um, and it's actually closer to $10.9 billion in fiscal year 2020. And that's because that includes both operating expenses, which is the widely cited uh, $5.6 billion number, which is like programming, staffing, equipment, all of the sort of day-to-day operations that the NYPD does, uh, as well as central expenses. So these are expenses that are managed centrally by the city. um, And these things are like pension payments, um, fringe benefits, and debt service spending. So in 2020, combining these two expenditures um, puts the total amount of city resources devoted to the NYPD at $10.9 billion. Um, Putting that into context, that makes the NYPD's budget the third largest of uh, all the agencies in the city. So if you just look at their $5.6 billion operating budget, that's about 5.7% of the city budget. But when you add in all those central expenses, it brings it up to 11.1% of the city budget. And in both cases, it comes in third. Uh, The only two agencies that are bigger than the NYPD are the DOE and the Department of Social Services. So that's how it fits into the big budget pie. Now, in terms of how the NYPD is allocating its own dollars for spending, what does that look like? So within the NYPD, if you just look at their operating budget, the vast majority of it Um, goes to three categories, broadly speaking. So the first one is patrol, and this is sort of the, you know, what you really think of when you think of like uh, emergency response in the police force. Um, So this includes all of your police officers that are on the beat, as well as all of the general emergency response, um, a lot of the day-to-day operations. 
Next comes administration and communication. So administration is, you know, you know what, what you think it is, and communications is the 911 response system that the NYPD operates. And next is what's called the chief of department. So the chief of department itself, you know, oversees sort of the coordination between the various functions of the NYPD. But in this department also lies most of the NYPD's overtime budget, um, which brings up their total to, um, for example, in 2020, 782 million uh, for that entire department. Um, and then the NYPD also has a whole bunch of other functions that make up the rest of its budget. So this includes the detective bureau, its transit bureau, transportation bureau, the school safety officers, um, as well as you know, your traffic enforcement agents, housing bureau, stuff like that. One thing that's also important to note about this you know, day-to-day -day spending is that um, most of it is city funded. So 92% of their operating budget is funded by city tax dollars, uh, followed by 6%, which is federally funded, and 2%, which is state funded. And most of these federal grants are for things like um, security reimbursements, for example, uh, for officers that are stationed at the UN or something like that. So I think that, that gives a very good sense of where the budget, the NYPD fits into the budget and sort of where it's directing its dollars. You know, before we kind of unpack the, the, um, the calls to defund the NYPD and what, you know, what they were and what happened, can you give listeners a sense of whether the NYPD's budget has been growing more quickly um, than say other city agencies? So the NYPD's budget has grown um, and it's grown over the past 10 years. If you go back to fiscal year uh, 2010, their operating budget grew by $1.2 billion and their centrally allocated expenses by $1.6 billion. Now compared to other agencies, that's actually pretty much in line with the overall citywide growth rate for the operating and expense, uh, central expense growth rate. The operating budget growth rate was actually a little bit slower than the citywide overall growth rate, but not by much. Um, but either way, it still represents a big increase in you know, the dollar terms of the budget. Um, and a lot of that is due to personnel growth. So the NYPD has added headcount. Um, since 2010, they added 1,746 civilian positions and 1,542 uniform positions. Um, and they have a total headcount of about 54,000. Um, so that's, you know, growth of about 6.5%, which isn't insignificant. And that's where most of that spending growth is coming in. I think another useful uh, point to know about the um, NYPD budget is that um, about two thirds of the, the 54,000 positions are uniform positions. And of that 5.6 billion that's being spent, 88% of it is to provide for the salaries um, for both the uniform and civilian uh, employees of the department. And the remaining 12% is what's going for what we would call other than personal services, uh, fuel, uh, leases, or heat, light, and power, that sort of stuff. So it's really a personnel intensive agency. And that's an important thing to bear in mind. Yeah, and a lot of the growth has been, of course, because there was this very deliberate decision early on in the mayor's, um, during the, this mayor's um, administration to consciously increase the size of the police force, um, which is very fascinating for me because it was some of the same council members who very heavily, you know, strongly advocated for this increase are now on, on the other side, which brings us to the kind of current moment in controversy. 
Um, so these calls to defund the NYPD, um, you know, there are di several different ideas there, uh, you know, different options for doing that. One common proposal and sort of benchmark was to achieve a billion dollar reduction in the NYPD budget. Um, and there's a lot of debate and disagreement now about whether that actually happened. So Adrian, give us an explanation of what you saw or what you see has changed and what happened to the NYPD budget um, going into 2021. Sure. So the city made a number of changes to um, the NYPD budget that, you know, sort of approximate to a billion dollars, but it depends how you count it. So the main um, source of the reduction is overtime reduction. So the city is banking in fiscal year 2021 on a $352 million reduction in overtime across both civilian and uniform positions, um, which is about half of what their budgeted overtime was supposed to be in the first place. Another big source of uh, reduction in their budget is they're gonna be moving the school safety unit out of the NYPD budget over time, which represents a little over $300 million. Um, and then the next biggest sources of savings are they're canceling their July Police Academy, which is about $55 million in savings, as well as uh, moving their school crossing guards out of the agency as well, which is about $42 million in savings. Um, and then the rest of these um, reductions to the budget were, you know, more minor line items. Um, they're anticipating higher traffic enforcement uh, revenue. Um, they're delaying some of their fleet purchases for vehicles, um, and they're also putting a hiring freeze on non-safety personnel. And that sort of comprises what they're saying is their expense reductions for the NYPD, and that includes, you know, both operating and uh, central expense reductions. And, th and that last point is pretty important and has gotten a lot of attention is whether when you talk about cutting a billion dollars from the NYPD, uh, whether you should be including the central costs or not, um, and you know, they, they are costs. What they said about this? <laughs> yeah, so um, something that usually only us policy wonks are concerned about, um, but that does figure into this dynamic, whether or not you're considering that, and it's probably a couple hundred million of the, the, the reduction is due to the, the fringe costs. So at the end of the day, is the NYPD budget under the control of Commissioner Shea a billion dollars smaller? Probably not. Um, and part of that, again, is because what we're talking about is fringe, which he doesn't necessarily worry about, but CBC would say, oh, yes, that is absolutely how you think about a department's budget and the resources. Um, you know, fringe benefits, which we've talked about for a long time on, you know, at the CBC and on this podcast are incredibly expensive from an employer's point of view um, for the city of New York. And that's particularly true for the uniform. So a big part of this reduction is fringe benefits from, you know, the health insurance and the future pension costs of employees who were formerly or you know, uh, formerly associated with, P with the NYPD or will not be coming on in, in the coming months. Another, I think, substantial risk that has been discussed is whether or not you can really achieve $350 million of overtime reduction in overtime spending in one year. Um, as Adrian said, that's nearly half of the department's overtime and that's a really high um, target to set for, for a single year. Um, and so I think that's another reason why there's some skepticism about, in the end, whether this reduction will really um, hit the target. 
Yeah, and we should say, you know, there have been attempts to try to control over time. Indeed, part of um, why there was this concert, you know, this decision very deliberately to hire additional officers was to get to rein in some of the overtime expense, which had been growing very rapidly at the time. But um, the, the, the histories, um, the city's history on this is a little bit weak and it doesn't inspire much confidence. Um, on the other hand, there are some levers there that they could use. One of them, which we've talked about in the past, is kind of increasing civilianization. So there are certain, you know, uniformed officers who are now performing what we call desk jobs that could be performed by civilians and using those, you know, getting those officers onto the street to, to preserve patrol strength um, and then having others um, perform the other functions. So something to be determined, but certainly a risk, I think, to the budget. Adrian, Anna, thank you very much for joining us. I think people will find this to be a very useful explainer. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Take care.